Hi, I'm Ina Garten, the Barefoot Contessa. Welcome to the audio podcast of my show, Be My Guest. I've invited some really interesting people to visit me. Some are old friends and some are new friends. We'll share stories that will hopefully amuse and inspire you. And you're invited too. How fun is that? I love to invite interesting people to my house for good food, great conversation, and lots of fun. My wonderful friend, Nathan Lane, the incredible award-winning actor, is joining me for an amazing day at the barn. She's invited me over to give me a cooking lesson and, and have a little chat. How lucky am I? The bad news is, I don't cook. We're talking work. I'm waiting to be found out. They'll find out I'm a fraud, and I've just kept this going for many years. And life. My father was an alcoholic. And you saw it, which was really painful. I'm making this favorite dessert, rice pudding, spiked with rum and raisins. Who doesn't love rice pudding? I I don't want to know them. (laughs) It's that simple. (laughs) Then we're picking herbs. Oh, what big chive you have. (laughs) I'm teaching Nathan how to make mussels with saffron cream. All right, it's your funeral. Okay. (laughs) Then we're heading out to East Hampton for a fun surprise dessert. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) Oh, what a glorious day. Dream guest. Dream host. Everybody loves Nathan Lane, including me. He's actually been to dinner, but I've invited him back because I just thought it'd be really nice to spend more time talking about his life, his amazing career, and of course, he's just so much fun. And I found out we both love rice pudding, so I'm making him rum raisin rice pudding. Starts with three quarters of a cup of raisins, two tablespoons of rum, good rum. I'm just gonna soak the raisins just while I make the rest of the rice pudding. It just absorbs all that rum. Yum. Okay, so for the rice pudding, I'm going to put in three quarters of a cup of basmati rice. I think basmati rice kind of has more starch in it, so it makes really kind of creamy rice pudding. One and a half cups of water and some salt, about a half a teaspoon. It's interesting that salt makes sweet things taste better as well. I'm just going to turn on the heat, bring this to a boil, lower the heat and simmer it for eight minutes. And while that happens, let me tell you about my fantastic guest. Nathan Lane is one of the greatest stage and screen actors of all time. He was brought up in New Jersey, where he started performing in high school. He's famous for both comedic and also very serious roles on stage and in the movies. And he's won many prestigious awards, Tonys, a Screen Actors Guild, and an Olivier. He's been in more than 40 musicals and plays, like A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum, The Historic and Brilliant, The Producers, The Revival of Angels in America, and The Iceman Cometh. But it doesn't stop there. He's also had leading roles in great movies, like Birdcage, and he's the voice of Timon in The Lion King. On TV, he's been in so many great shows, like The Good Wife, Modern Family, and most recently, Only Murders in the Building and The Gilded Age. He is a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and luckily lives nearby in East Hampton. Nathan is like world-class smart and hilarious. This is going to be such a great day. Okay, so the rice has been cooking for eight minutes. It's absorbed all the water and it's partially cooked. So now I'm going to add some other things. I'm going to add four cups of half and half because why not? If you're going to make rice pudding, it's got to be really good rice pudding. 
half a cup of sugar. Okay, I'm just gonna give this a stir, and then turn up the heat, bring it to a boil, and then lower the heat and simmer it for 25 minutes, and it's gonna be just creamy and delicious. And then I'm gonna finish it just before Nathan gets here. I'm just not good in the kitchen, never have been. But I'm hoping that today, all that will change. <laughs> and my life will start anew. Okay, Nathan's gonna be here any minute. I just wanna finish the rice pudding. All the rice is cooked, and it's all incorporated with the cream. Okay, a few more things. First, I always put an egg in it. Just thickens it a little bit. Gives it a little richness, like it needed more richness. <laughs> and just stir it in and let it cook into the rice pudding. You can make rice pudding by baking it, but I really like it this way. I think it comes out creamier. Just cook that a little bit. Okay, next is one cup of half and half, just because I didn't have enough half and a half in it before. One and a half teaspoons of vanilla. Okay, and then the raisins that have been soaked in rum. I just dumped the whole thing in, the raisins and the rum at the bottom, but most of it is soaked into the raisins. I'm just gonna keep this warm and get all set up for Nathan. We are now approaching Ina Garden's house. And let me tell you, she's done very well for herself. This cooking thing is really working out. Ooh, there's an old George S. Kaufman line. When he saw Moss Hart's home in Bucks County, he said, this is what God would have done if he'd had the money. Oh, Ina. Ina. Hello. Nathan. Ina. Hi. Come right in. This is so exciting. <laughs> I can't tell you. How are you? I'm, oh, I'm so happy to see I'm you. I'm very happy to you? see you. It's been and too you, long. You brought your own drink? I did. <laughs> you don't think we this have one drinks thing, here? In the, in the South, they call this a traveler. A traveler. But it'll but, but be tinkling with ice. <laughs> so I made rice pudding. I understand I, you like rice pudding. I love rice pudding. Good. Who doesn't love rice pudding? I, I don't want to know them. <laughs> it's that simple. Actually, I used to make this for my father. My mother wouldn't let him have any cholesterol at all. So I used to sneak him rum raisin rice pudding really? all the time. Oh, <laughs> look at that. The last time I saw you was like years ago when our mutual friend Susan Stroman, who's yes. director, choreographer. The great Susan Stroman. Invited you for dinner. It yes. was so much fun. I remember you made you remember what whiskey I made? sours. I did. My mother used to drink whiskey if she went out. She, she was not a, a drinker, but if she went out she, at dinner, she would have one, one whiskey, whiskey sour. sour, and then her face would get very flush, very red. <laughs> <laughs> they were powerful whiskey sours. Mine? Yeah, yeah yours. Oh, yeah, they were. No, I, I remember <laughs> very way? little of that evening. <laughs> yes, I believe I woke up in Montauk in my underwear, but that's another story. With your underwear on your head? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I'm so happy to see you. So how about some rice pudding, no matter what time of day it is? Okay. That's for you. Wow. Or do you want to bring oh, the pot? Oh, it's nice and it's warm. warm. Yeah, it's nice when it's warm, isn't it? Yeah. Wonderful. Let's go to the table okay. and we'll talk. Look, I, I was already, I couldn't wait to start eating. <laughs> do you want eating. to bring your coffee? Yes, yes. <laughs> I'll oh, bring yeah. it. Okay. Like... I can't get over how beautiful this is. Thank you. How impeccably done. <laughs> oh, I'm not well. surprised, but... We do impeccable. I am, I am in, very <laughs> impressed. This is, Thank you. this is my kind of kitchen. 
you want I, to start with rice pudding? Well, I think we should. I think we should. Oh, I know. Is that okay? Oh, I know. This is a. <laughs> <laughs> oh my He likes my rice pudding. Goodness. This Thank is, you. This is uh, it's pretty good, right? Stupendous. Life affirming. Uh, wow. <laughs> and you. I like rice pudding. Yeah, I do too. But this is almost a sexual experience. This, <laughs> wow. The raisins, are, uh, whatever. What I think it's you, the rum. The rum? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, let's get started. So tell me about your childhood. So my grandmother sort of would look after me. We only lived a, a few blocks from my grandmother. She was just a great person. She was a great cook. Oh, she was? Yes, oh. a wonderful... Did you love to watch her cook? Yes, yeah. yes. And she she was one of those people who could just find a few things and just whip up some great meal, oh, you know, lovely. out of nothing. And she, uh, uh, yes, she was very loving and protective of me. Your father was... Really in trouble, right? My father w was an alcoholic, yeah. uh, and, and and you saw it, which was really painful. Yes, it was, it it was painful, yeah. and he was not really present. You know, he was always out oh, really? out drinking, oh, wow. and then he would come. I would only see him sort of recovering, oh. you know, uh, with a hangover, or or he would be gone and or come home drunk. And my mother had to. You know, she had three children, and so she had yeah. to take control, and she she went to work and became, uh, she was a secretary in the prosecutor's office in wow. Jersey City yeah. for many years. Um, I guess that, you know, my, my oldest brother, Dan, is the one who sort of uh, felt he had to take on a, a paternal yeah. role in that way. And, and he so, was much older than you, right? Yes. And then I, they decided... Yeah. To put you in well, you Catholic know, there was school? A, yes, I went to Catholic school. Our Lady of Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, uh, Dominican nuns, an elite task force. <laughs> With a ruler, right? Dominican nuns. And it's a wonder, did, like, like exercise any creativity from you? Well, so, did I, you I will out? say that the Catholic Church is rather theatrical. I mean, there's a, there's a stage, everyone's there's wearing a, costumes. There's a guy in a dress. There's a guy in a dress. <laughs> I was an altar boy for a while. And I was put in at the last minute, like an understudy, for uh, uh, there was a high mass, and they, I was the bell ringer. And so it was a bell, it was a huge thing. Of There were like 16 bells on this thing that you would have to pick up and shake. And But it wasn't clear, at least not to me, when I was supposed to do it. And it was sort of like if he raised the chalice, you would ring the bells. If he, you know, said something, and then you would ring the bells. So just to be on the safe side, I was ringing the bells. Anything that looked important, he scratched his head. I rang Ring the, the bell. bells. And finally, he's going, Dominus Verbiscum, when the mass was in Latin, Dominus Verbiscum, and he, he turned around and said, will you knock it off with those bells? <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's, it's a very theatrical yeah. religion in that way. So you were um, like 18, you decided, I think I'm just going to go to New York. I was supposed to go to college, and then I, I didn't, yeah. uh, and money was an issue. I was living with my mother in yeah. Rutherford, New Jersey at the time. I think you might have told your mother that you were meeting a girl. Oh, well, yes. When I was moving to New York, the night before I left, I sat her down, and I said, um, you know, I know you think I've been seeing a girl, but mm. I have to, you know, I've always been honest with you. Mm. Um... And I have to tell you, I've been seeing a guy and, and you know, sort of the 
blood drained from her face. And she said, oh, you have to realize this was a little Irish Catholic lady from exactly. Jersey City. Right. And a long time ago. And, and a long time ago. Yeah. She said, in, in a, a very regretful tone, I would rather you were dead. Oh, God. And I said, I, I knew you'd understand. <laughs> and... But that was sort of the worst of it. But she got to see your success. Oh, she did. So she understood. She did. And, yeah. and you know, success makes a huge difference, yeah. you know, with, with, especially with that. Um, and, yeah, no, she met people that I was involved with over mm -hmm. the years. And, That's and, great. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I can't say she suddenly suddenly embraced it really but i you yeah. know she but she uh, she learned to live with it yes she did which is great and yeah. Um, yeah okay so what are you doing and how are you supporting yourself i had done this tour and and i sort of continued to do it, it from time to time which was a musical review about the history of new jersey <laughs> called Jers. <laughs> yes. The musical history of New Jersey. The musical okay. history of New Jersey, yes. <laughs> and then they also did a show, this is how I got my equity card, they did a musical about the metric system. There was a mo <laughs> there was a moment where we were going to go metric. Oh, I know that moment. And we were and it was so the show was called it was a, another musical review called One for Good Measure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. And that's, that's how I got my equity card. Okay, so which which you were originally Joseph Lane? I was originally Joseph Lane. And in order to get Lane. your equity card, what, what yes. did you have to do? Well, uh, they when I went, the woman said, "There's al already a Joseph Lane yeah. in the union." And did people call you Joe? Yes, yeah. yes, and you're going to have to change your name. And I was like, it's "Like, wait a minute, <laughs> that's crazy!" You know, uh, uh, and and I, you know, so I said, uh, uh, "Give me a minute. Give me a minute to change your name." <laughs> and I, I sort of. I had played Nathan Detroit in Guys yeah. and Dolls, yeah. and I had played Benjamin Franklin <laughs> in a production, and in a production of 1776. Yes, so I was either going to be Nathan or Benjamin Lane. Yeah, and I thought Nathan Lane had a better rhythm, and so I went over and I said, uh, "I'll be Nathan, uh, Nathan that, Lane." Isn't and, that amazing? And that was, uh, and that was the beginning of your Nathan Landom. Yeah, I mean, literally, many years later, wow. they contacted me and said. Uh, Joe Lane died. <laughs> and now you can be Joe Lane? You could be Joe Lane. I said, well, it's too late now. <laughs> Nathan Lane, what are you talking about? Yeah. Who's Joe? <laughs> yeah, poor Joe. So your first Broadway show was Neil Coward's Present Laughter? Yes, so I auditioned and, you know, I heard George laugh, George C. Scott, you know, who was yeah. one of the great actors. I heard him laughing and I thought, oh, this, you know, is this going well? And then... Only like a couple of days later, they called and said, you have the job. Oh, how great. I, it was, what did that feel like? I, oh, my God. I jumped. I jumped around the room oh. screaming. And, <laughs> oh, my God. I couldn't believe it. I was going to make my Broadway debut mm. with George C. Scott. And from 1982, I think yeah. you have worked every single moment since then. Oh, Am I right? Well. Up to now? No, I mean, sure, there's been. It's just stunning. Is it? Does well, it, it, it at what oh, point I'm glad did you it realize, seems that way. No, no, it just seems like you're always always doing something really interesting. And, and is there a moment when you just thought to yourself, I think this is going to work. This is going to work out. Yeah, last Tuesday. <laughs> um, I think I think there's always that there's always, a it, thing. There's yeah. always that feeling. I'm waiting to be found out. They'll find out I'm a fraud, and I've just kept this going for many years. Yeah. Coming up, Nathan's greatest stories from stage, screen, and relationships. Then it's time for a cooking tutorial and a sweet surprise.
I don't think people understand how hard Broadway theater is. Actors are always talking about how difficult it is. Oh, they are, really? (laughs) It is so hard. Are there days when you get up in the morning and you're just like, I don't know how I'm going to do it? Yeah. Oh, totally. And some of the best performances are the ones where you thought, I don't want to be here. (laughs) I don't want to play today. So then 1992, you play Nathan in Guys and Dolls. That's right. Was that fun? Guys and Dolls, to me, is the the quintessential musical comedy. And I got to play Nathan Detroit. Detroit. (laughs) Your namesake. (laughs) Yes, my namesake. The expectations were really high. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, I'll always remember the, the opening night. The publicist came and he showed me that it was the cover of the New York Times and that had never happened before where a, 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 a theater, a theater was on the experience the, was, was on, on the front page was, of the uh, Times. made the front page. It was very imaginative and, and it was a very, it was a joyous, yeah. it was a joyous production. Yeah. And so then you decided you're going to just jump off a cliff and do more film, right? Which brings up Birdcage. Oh, the Birdcage. Was it crazy? I was just this... Uh, working uh, New York actor. Yeah. And then, and occasionally I would audition for films and get in them and little bits here and there. Yeah. And then Mike Nichols, he was going to direct this uh, American version of La Caja Fall. And it was supposed to be Steve Martin yeah. and Robin Williams. And then Steve couldn't get out of this a film oh, commitment, and yeah. then Robin decided he didn't want to be in a dress again after doing Mrs. Doubtfire. He wanted to play the other oh, part and thought the more restrained part would be yeah. more interesting mm-hmm. and an acting challenge. And that the role of the of uh, the drag queen opened up, <laughs> and and I suddenly had a, oh, a, a huge role, a bigger profile. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that great? So I mean, there are so many projects, and I'm just picking a few along the way. Sure. You did The Addams Family. Yes. I was doing this musical, The Addams Family. I, I sort of reached a crossroads, and I said, I have to make a change. I have to challenge myself more and, and challenge the audience. And then I went off, and I did The Iceman Cometh in Which Chicago. the hardest play probably, in the history probably of probably theater, Probably other right? than Lear. You're playing an alcoholic. Right. Which has to be hard for you because you've seen your father. Yes. Right? So it couldn't possibly, it's like the confluence of all the worst things you could imagine. And you think, oh, this is a good idea. I think I'll do this now. It was the best thing I could have done for myself as mm-hmm. an actor. Because it, the, the adrenaline's going. And you, it you scares you, you a little. It's a little. <laughs> or it scares you a lot. How about sheer terror? Right. <laughs> okay, the producers. How did that change your life? That was amazing. First, tell me about Mel Brooks. I love him. I just adore him. Mel, you know, he was a legend, but, you know, even legends, they they have their their (laughs) down times. And so he had sort of fallen out of favor. It was like, oh, that's Mel Brooks. He did all those great movies. And then, you know, it was not so great. And this was kind of of a renaissance, Mm -hmm. a rebirth for him, Mm -hmm. I felt. And and the the producers is which is like a museum of comedy, and yeah. and has one of the greatest comic plots ever written. It was you know the perfect company of actors. It's all those elements that yeah. the right people came together at the right time. And what's it like being on stage with Matthew Broderick every single night? He's just one of the uh, funniest and smartest people I know. And there was just this natural chemistry that happened. And we're both kind of opposites. And and yet we have a very similar sense of humor. So you make everybody laugh all the time. (laughs) I mean, it's just who you are. Well, it's just not all the time. It's an extraordinary gift. What makes you laugh? 
What makes me laugh? Yeah. Does Devlin make me laugh? No. Devlin's your husband. Right. Very much so. I, Devlin. I think it's so critical to a good relationship. Oh, I mean, it's, it's like, key. it's, it's, it's more the, important than anything more else. More important than I anything. I could never be with somebody who wasn't funny. So Devlin, he does voices for the dogs. <laughs> So we have That's this so ten, these two rescue dogs, a ten-year-old beagle named Bernadette, and uh, and like a, Bernadette Peters. Yes, like that's yeah. who she was named after, oh. and a two-year-old named Woody, who's a mix. Okay. So Devlin does these voices, and Bernadette is she's so sort of needy, and she'll climb on your knee, and she she won't kiss you. Um, <laughs> But she stares deeply into your eyes. Oh, and then you like can sort this. of hear, do you love me? Do you love me? Really? <laughs> you know, and then Woody is like, play with me. And Woody is like this little boy who always wants to play. Yeah. Play with me. Play with me. Please. Um, so he does these two voices. And that, that, that just always, cracks you up. yeah, he That's does little, so creates little monologues for the dogs. That's <laughs> really great. So how long have you known Devlin? Where'd you meet? I was doing a play by Terrence McNally called Love, Valor, Compassion. And there was a young man standing outside who just sort of complimented me on the show. And it was Devlin. But I had noticed him in the theater. And then many, many um, months later, uh, I ran into him in a bar. And he came up to me and introduced himself. And I said, oh, yeah, I remember you. Wow, and good he, for him. He said, that must have been brave. Uh, and um, he said, no, you don't remember me. And I said, yes, you were, you were at the play. You were sitting in the second row on the aisle, and you were wearing tweed wow. pants and a stunned. vest. And, and, um, and that's how it started. <laughs> And many years later, you got married, right? Many, 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 many years after later. He, several he, lifetimes he later. Had, it's not like some nothing dramatic happens. Mm. It, it was very meaningful, um, much more wonderful. so than I ever imagined. What's a perfect day for you? Like you wake up in the morning and just go, "Oh my God, this is going to be such a great day." When have I, I ever said I, that? <laughs> Let's see. Watching uh, an old movie, going to a great dinner, walking the dogs. Yeah. Rice pudding. Rice pudding. More rice pudding. <laughs> Is it still good? Still good. Still Even. good. <laughs> That's excellent. So does Devlin cook for you? Uh, a little bit. He does very good um, uh, sort of like Florentine eggs um, and some grilling, you know, the burger steak thing. Jeffrey's tried grilling and <clears throat> I think once he almost set himself on fire. So really? we, we put an end to that very quickly. <laughs> It was really bad. He, oh. he set the, the bag of charcoal on fire. Oh, it was really? Like, <laughs> should I call the fire department? Oh, <laughs> it yeah. It was bad. So we, oh. we, we kind of like put that to rest. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so you must be hungry after all this I'm talk. I'm starving. I, I am. I am, Ina. And, so, and I see you and I think great food. <laughs> so how about if I teach you how to make mussels in saffron cream? That sounds like heaven. Okay, great. Come on, let's go out to the garden. We have to get fresh herbs. Oh. Is that good? Oh, that, okay. I feel uh, such a uh, part of the event. So I'm going to give you a tour of the garden. How's that? Oh, what a glorious day. <laughs> it's a gorgeous day. It really it? is. It really is. So come with me. I'll show you. So this is a shade garden. Oh, wow. What a beautiful garden. Thank you. What are these little Christmas uh, things? They're white as stilby. White as stilby? Yeah. 
Is that a test? Well, no, I'm just. Uh, <laughs> they white it's, silver. Aren't it's, they pretty? It's pretty. This is our little secret garden here. So this is all herbs and tomatoes. First thing we need is parsley. Oh look, and here's. And, and we have parsley. parsley. You don't even have to go shopping. How about you hold it? Oh great. And let's see, what else do we need? This is all lavender. And do you use lavender in cooking? I hate lavender in cooking. Oh, a lot of people do. Me like too. Lavender. I lavender. hate <laughs> lavender in cooking. It's like lavender ice cream. Ugh. Oh no, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Horrible. <laughs> Okay, so these are the largest chives in the world. And these actually have great flowers. I like the flowers. Oh, these, yeah. Very, chives. very big. Oh, what big chives you have. <laughs> and then we this need tarragon. Nice. Tarragon. Tarragon has like a little bit of an anise flavor. This is tarragon. These are the largest tarragon in history. How's well, that? You're, you're a real size queen. Uh, <laughs> I know. I <laughs> when, beg your at pardon. least when it comes to vegetables. <laughs> okay. And the last thing on the tour is my fig tree, which is just starting. The, the fig tree? Yeah. The secret then, of the fig tree is yeah. I never have a fig on them. No? Ever. <laughs> well, once in a while I have, but usually the birds get there first. Oh. But the leaves are great, like for a um, cheese plate or, you know, platter. They're fabulous. Cheese so. plate. <laughs> <laughs> For all the cheese plates that you make, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I a mean, cheese plate. Yeah. yeah. But it would be nice to have a fig with it a would. cheese plate. <laughs> an actual fig, you mean? Yeah. That's the title of an old Broadway show. What is? The fig leaves are falling. <laughs> Literally? From the 60s, That's yes. <laughs> I, I forget who was in it, but the fig leaves are falling. What a perfect day. Oh, my God. Yeah, it really has turned out that way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna show Nathan how to make mussels with saffron cream. But <laughs> actually, I'm gonna make you make it. You you're are? gonna do it, you're gonna be great. All right, okay? so your funeral, okay. <laughs> okay, keep your fingers out of the way. Okay, so the first thing we need is a quarter of a stick of butter. Just cut it like right there. Right there. And put it right in the pot. Right in the pot. Big steam mussel okay. pot. Okay. Okay, perfect. Oh my God, you're fabulous. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you say that to all the boys. <laughs> okay, the next thing is have a cup of shallots. Just dump that right in. Oh you chop them beautifully. Oh, I'm really impressed. <laughs> exactly. One tablespoon of garlic. Ooh. So shallots and garlic oh. and all that type, kind of oniony thing. Right. And this is the key ingredient is the saffron. This is stamens of crocuses. Stamens of crocuses, that sounds like an old Jerry Lewis. <laughs> okay, so this goes right in. Oh, there we are, uh, see? Uh, chef, how's it doing? Does that look good? It's, I, I, mm, well, it smells I, well, fabulous. It smells great. You're doing I, incredibly well, I'm really <laughs> impressed. <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> okay, Thank you. I'm gonna show you how, the next thing is tarragon. Yeah. So I'm gonna show you what we're gonna do with the tarragon. So you wanna, Take the leaves off the stem. Why don't you do that? How's that? Take Because the stem, you don't want to eat the stem. Just take the leaves off the stem, just like that. Okay. And then you take a knife. Oh, and I'll just start, and yeah, then you, you can finish. I bet you're... Just, just like that. See, that? this is... This is uh, <laughs> <laughs> Should I, I stand back? I feel five years old. This is something that I'm, I'm always fascinated when people can chop. You know when people just go... And oh, they're talking like to someone, oh, and they're going like that. I don't do that. <laughs> That's how you get your fingers involved. Right. Yeah. That's like Bobby Flay territory. And doesn't it smell great? I love the smell of tarragon. That is a great smell. Two teaspoons. Of, let's just, we'll just we gotta gauge it. How's gauge. that? Just okay. like that. Put it right in. Perfect. Okay, the next thing is half a cup of white wine. 
Okay. And what that I'm does. I'm going to need is, this. Oh, <laughs> no, the, in the pot. Oh, in the pot. <laughs> There's more for you. Oh, not to worry. Lovely. <laughs> One cup of heavy cream. Oh, heavy cream. Mmm. Nice. Makes everything taste better. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Sadly, it does. <laughs> exactly. Oh. And the next thing is lemon zest. You know, one of the things I think about with cooking is that everything needs a little edge. Like yeah. if it's just delicious and wonderful, it's great. But it needs like vinegar or lemon or something to give it a little edge. Right. So what I did was I put lemon zest in this. Oh. So I'll show you how to zest a lemon. Oh, lemon zest. Do you have a zester? He's a great audience. <laughs> I, this is a zester. It's, it actually is a rasp that came out a of rasp? woodworking tools. And you just you run, run the, the lemon right along that. Oh. And you just want the a little bit of an outer lemon, that. just the, Isn't that the yellow part. Isn't that great? Beautiful thing. And I love the smell of it, too. That's it. You can really feel that it's like taking off the outside. So we need a teaspoon of lemon zest. And that just, just think about the wine and the cream and the saffron and lemon and I'm, shallots. I'm thinking about it. You're thinking about <laughs> it. I'm having such thoughts. Isn't it great? About. And with the. With <laughs> the combo. It's just got great, rich, kind of like. And is that, really, is that enough? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Perfect. And the, the way you want to pick it up is with a knife. Oh, because then yes. you get all the oils in it and put it right into the. Right in. Right in. Okay. Perfect. See, you, you always knew how to cook. You just didn't know it. <laughs> no, this, oh, when Devlin sees this, he will roar with laughter. Because he's seen me burn so many things. <laughs> like toast? As my old friend Carol Ziska used to say, oh, honey, I use a, a smoke alarm as a timer. <laughs> That's great. That was her joke. I use a smoke alarm as a timer. So this just cooks a little bit to, to reduce it. Mm. And while that cooks, I'm going to show you about the mussels. Oh, How's that? Nice. Yeah, okay. I always like to look at mussels. <laughs> Not that kind of oh, mussels. The, different, oh, kind of, different kind of mussels. So what I did was I took the mussels and I soaked them in water with a little bit of flour. And what the flour does, when the mussels drink the water with flour, they kind of disgorge. That's the polite way to say the sand. So, that, so it cleans them. Isn't that interesting? Did, no, did you, was this your discovery? No, it wasn't really my discovery. Oh, <laughs> but I could say it was. Sure. I, I figured well, who's going to argue with you? <laughs> exactly. I would never in a million years have guessed that's, well, <laughs> that, that was that a way to get out it? the sand of, of the, uh, the grit. It, you know, when you taste a muscle and it's yeah. got sand, it's oh, just, it's the worst. Ugh. That's the worst. The and worst. Then you don't want to have anymore. Exactly. Are these alive? <laughs> these are alive. Yeah. Oh, well, this is very sad. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is a they've, very sad... They've lived their lives for this sad. moment so you could have fabulous <laughs> muscles and saffron. <laughs> it's a sad end for the muscles. But they don't know what's going to happen. No, They're just I, hanging out in I, water. I know, I know but <laughs> okay. you think a lobster might have told them <laughs> something was going to happen. So I'm just going to drain it because you don't want the water... Now they're wondering, where are we, where are we going? So that's reducing really nicely, isn't it? Yes. If only stir? I could reduce as nicely. <laughs> I know. Wouldn't it be great? Oh. Just sit on the stove and you're fine, right? Okay, we need salt and pepper. I'm going to okay. put in Please. two teaspoons of salt and one teaspoon of pepper. Okay. And now more wine. Of course. Cup of wine. All the muscles will be happy. Very happy. They won't even know that. what hit they them, won't. right? <laughs> They'll have no idea, and they'll die with smiles on their faces. Yes. 
And I put a little bit of water in just to thin it out. Does this thicken as it's cooking? No, it's actually going to be the broth. It's all more so of a broth. More, of, yes. more of a broth for it. Okay. So just bring that to a, a boil. All right. And while that's happening, yes, will you dear. tell me about Mabel? I love your children's books. Oh, What the, made you and Devlin you. decide to write children's books? Well, um, Mabel was uh, our French bulldog. We had her for 14 years. And uh, one day, uh, there, there was... Um, when I would take Mabel out, uh, very often when we would come out here, yeah. I, would, I don't drive, so I would hire a car. So th there would be a black sedan waiting, mm -hmm. and we would get in. I would get in with Mabel. Mm -hmm. So every time I took her for a walk, she would head directly to any black sedan. <laughs> and as she if, thought she had a car and driver? Well, it, she, well she did, <laughs> and, but she was, it was like she was late for a movie premiere, <laughs> and she was desperate to get in the back of us, any sedan, black sedan. And I was say, telling Devlin this, and I said, you know, we should write a children's book about an overprivileged French bulldog who lives in the Hamptons. <laughs> and then he said, you know, I think that's a, actually a good idea. And that's sort of how it started. She was very funny. She was a, a wonderful oh. dog. Okay, time for the mussels. Four pounds of mussels. Four pounds. All nicely cleaned. Just Beautiful. Just dump them right in. Well, yeah. And put the lid on. Oh, lid on. <laughs> and they're gonna steam for four to five minutes. Just like me. <laughs> and they're going to finish it with lots of herbs. Oh, I love herbs. And you're chopping them. Get me, um, <laughs> get me a machete. I'm ready. <laughs> we're, t we're talking to Ina Garden right now. She's going to tell us what she's, what she's about to do. We're making mussels with saffron cream. Oh, hey, wait a minute, we're yeah. not making it, you're making it. I'm making it, yeah, yes. Exactly. Okay, so now we need lots of fresh herbs. I'm gonna show you how to chop chives. Look at this. Just go, and this awesome. is the key. What you wanna do is kind of rock the knife back and forth yeah. and use the blade. Yeah, mama. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <that>. baby. <laughs> I'm gonna stand way back. <laughs> you should. You're doing great. So we need two teaspoons, which is about what that looks like. Okay, now I'm gonna show you parsley. Okay, so with Parsley, what you want to do is take the leaves off oh. so you don't get stems in it, but yeah. it doesn't really matter. They're, unlike the tarragon, it's a soft stem. So this one, you gather up and you do the same thing. You rock it back and forth. Oh, yeah. Keep your fingers out of the way. Oh. That's it. Perfect. Okay, so oh. I think the mussels are done. Why don't yeah. you take a lid off? Okay. Oh, They're look perfect. at me. They're all open. And they opened look how up. Look fabulous. They all opened up. They opened and up. And the sauce is in there. Perfect. And now you want to put two tablespoons of chives. Yes, okay. And two tablespoons of parsley. And that's it. And that's it? That's it. We're done. Wow. You want to taste it? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? Sure. <laughs> and I always serve it with French bread because yes. you want to get all of that sauce. Oh. And this is mine. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And I think we need a little French bread for yes. it. Yes, no, it's baguette. a warm baguette. Warm baguette. It doesn't get better spoon. than this. Oh yes. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you so much. <laughs> I hope you like it. Wait a minute, you made it. I hope what? I like no, it. No, no, no. You really were guiding me the whole way. Mmm. Not good. I love the saffron. Oh, you can really taste everything. All the everything. Herbs, right. That is. But it's fabulous. perfectly layered. Oh, that's good. The bread's mm. the best part, right? <laughs> Somehow I've eaten all the bread. How did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> okay, next I have a surprise dessert for you. 
and it requires no cooking at all. <laughs> so how much do you love living here? You know, I love I, I really love living here. Uh, I didn't and I didn't even realize it until uh, moved know, out the, here. There was a shutdown and, <laughs> and we we had to stay here because it was always more of a, a summer or weekend place and then uh, living here full time was just wonderful. And here's Dylan's. That's a yes. surprise dessert. Oh, Dylan. I love Dylan's. Oh. Candy, ice I, cream. I, I'm really surprised. <laughs> okay, talk about kids in a candy store. Oh, <laughs> Anything this, you want. This is like a, a dream I had the other night. I was all... I, you were surrounded well, by candy? You weren't here, it was just me and candy. That's right. Yes. Oh, you gonna, can have that? Okay, good, perfect. This. You know, uh, you can have it. I, I'm sorry, I, I'll put Charge it back. this to Nathan, please. How about some ice cream? How's oh, that? How are we doing today? Hi, Welcome how, to are you? how are you? I'm doing great, thank you. Okay, what would you like? You know what I'm going to have is what the, are you gonna have? the marshmallow mixed with vanilla. And maybe some uh, chocolate sauce. We can that. do that. Does that sound good? That does Very sound good. Very creative. Yeah, yeah. I really flavors. appreciate what that. What about right. popular flavors? <laughs> what would you have? I'll have what he's having. <laughs> <laughs> one marshmallow cloud, one vanilla coming up. I have two of them. Here we are. Thank you so much. Oh. Thank you. We appreciate the visit today. Bye. Have a nice one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Are you having regret about a flavor you didn't get? Uh, that is the story of my life. <laughs> Little ice cream. Oh. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay, I have a pop quiz for you. Okay. What's the movie you've seen the most? Uh, I would say uh, Casablanca or All the President's Men. Isn't that great? You can't stop watching it. Once you start, you can't stop one, watching. It's one of those are the yeah. kinds of movies. Yeah. Yes, it's when you so turn great. it on, you have to continue watching to the end. What's the food that makes you happy? A great pasta, like a, a, a rigatoni and That's bolognese. So good. so good. What's the best job you've ever had? The best job I ever had. That well, you know, I, I'm a lucky guy. Yeah, I, uh, lucky. So I think you know, you're pretty good at it. Go, that might have something to do with thank it. Thank you, but you know, going back to the producers, I love playing that character. And what's the worst job. job you've ever had? Worst job I ever had, a summer job, and it was my job. There were d damaged crates of, of uh, bottled orange juice, yeah. and I would have to go and take out the, the broken glass and stuff, take out the bad ones and replace them with good ones. Oh, my God. And All you, summer? There would be fruit flies oh. everywhere. <laughs> And and it was the it was incredibly depressing. You've, you've come a long way, baby. I really have. <laughs> I paid my dues. What's the best present you ever got? Well, the best present I ever got was from Terence McNally and his husband Tom Curtihy. They gave me and my husband Devlin uh, our dog Mabel. Oh. They, 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 and you Terrence, wrote a book about her. Yes. Two books about her. Terence always used to say. Um, you should have a dog. And I would say, I really don't want a dog. And really? he said, no, no, you'll, he said, you can learn a lot from dogs uh, about how to be a better human being. <laughs> and I said, okay. <laughs> and, and did you? And eventually, and Devlin wanted a dog. And so when we were ready, he said, when you're ready, you let me know. And they did. And he, Mabel was and the, the greatest dog history. ever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you could come back as anything at all, what would you come back as? I'd like to come back as uh, Ryan Gosling, <laughs> just to see what that's like. I, I, I it wanna... must be good. It's 
got to be good to be Ryan Gosling. Don't you think? I think I want to come back as Mabel. As Mabel? <laughs> that, oh. Yeah. Well, we, we take very here's, good care of you. Here's, here's for the best day ever. Oh. So much fun. Same here. Thank, Thank you. you so much. I just love spending it's the been day a, with a, you. a great joy. I mean, how wonderful is this? It's, it's, it's the great. perfect, perfect, perfect day, perfect company. Perfect company. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> It's always a pleasure spending time with Ina and to be taught how to make muscles. How to make muscles. <laughs> All these years, I've never known how to make muscles. What a day. I love that Nathan creates these incredible characters on the stage, on film, on TV. But the one I like best is Nathan himself. So thank you. Ina, uh, I, it was just a, a beautiful day, and I hope we can do it again soon. Love you. I loved talking to him. That was really fun. I wonder if he's going to make those muscles for Devlin. Hmm. Why do I think I'll be making it for both of them? Thank you for listening to Be My Guest. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have a moment, I'd love to hear your comments on Apple Podcasts. I'll be back next week with new episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Hope you'll join us. Bye.